This is Carrie Gephardt, and you're listening to Five for Fruit, your five-minute fix for Reformed theology and practice. What we do here is go back, 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 back. I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean from all your uncleanness, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my laws. Ezekiel chapter 36, verses 25 through 27. This is Five for Fruit, and we're talking about covenant theology. So far, we've talked about the covenant of redemption the eternal counsel of God to save and elect people. We've talked about the covenant of works, Adam's breaking of the covenant of works, which caused mankind to fall into total depravity. We've talked about Abraham and God's unconditional election and calling him out of Ur and Abraham's big part that he plays in the covenant of grace, which is pictured in Genesis 15. And we've also talked about a limited atonement and God's choosing of the nation of Israel out of all all the other nations of the world and also how it's pictured limited atonement is pictured in the day of atonement in the old testament yom kippur but today we're talking about the covenant of grace and the prophecies of the old testament that pointed forward to it and we're talking about the next letter in the acronym tulip which is irresistible grace i want to start by talking about two things the misunderstanding of salvation in our common day, and then secondly, the necessity of God's grace working in our lives. Uh, The first is the misunderstanding. John Murray says this, in much of present day evangelism, it is assumed that the one thing man can do in the exercise of his own liberty is to believe in Christ for salvation. It is supposed that this is the one contribution that man himself must make to set the forces of salvation in operation, and that even God himself can do nothing towards this end until there is this crucial decision on man's own part. There is the misunderstanding. We can deny that in its entirety. We've already talked about total depravity and the changed nature of humanity that is always now towards sin and toward hate of man and hate of neighbor or hate of God and hate of neighbor uh, when we talked about the covenant of works. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about is another way that we could, we could describe irresistible grace is the necessity of grace. We can remember the words of Jesus Christ himself in John 6, 44. He said, no man can come unto me except the Father draw him, except the Father call him. And this, of course, is Jesus's clear statement about the necessity of God's act, God's efficacious act of calling uh, a sinner to himself. John Murray continues saying, the foregoing words of our Lord, that is John 6, 44, no one can come unto me unless the Father draws him, must be coordinated with another in the same context. All that the Father giveth me shall come unto me, and him that cometh unto me I will in no wise cast out. Murray continues to describe that this has often been called election, but he believes it is actually in reference to the effectual drawing and giving on the 
father's part. And he concludes this thought with these words. The constraints of the father's grace in the hearts of men are concomitant with, or perhaps may be construed as donation on the part of the father to the son. God the father draws men, places holy constraints upon them, calls them into the fellowship of his son, and presents them to Christ as trophies of the redemption Christ himself has accomplished. Why am I talking about? Because Ezekiel 36 shows that the covenant of grace is not a promise that God will provide salvation, but that God will unilaterally accomplish salvation and apply salvation to the elect. He says, I will sprinkle clean water on you. I will give you a new heart. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. That's the promise of the covenant of grace being prophesied in the Old Testament, which would be fulfilled and find its substance in Jesus Christ. And that is irresistible grace. God calling us to salvation in Jesus Christ. Until next week, may you bear much fruit to the glory of God. Pfeiffer Fruit is a proud member of the Society of Reformed Podcasters. Check out more members of the Society at reformedpodcasts.com. Subscribe, rate, and review Pfeiffer Fruit on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And visit the website pfeifferfruit.com to listen to past episodes and to read articles. Until next time, this is Pfeiffer Fruit, your five-minute fix for Reformed theology and practice.